Welcome to Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. Our mission is to take the Word of God to all the world. Our Bible teacher today is evangelist Micah McCurry. Since 1938, Bible Tracks Incorporated has been publishing clear gospel tracks and supplying them to churches and individuals all over the world, and all at no charge. Information on how you could receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks will be given out at the end of this broadcast. And now for our Bible study, here's evangelist Micah McCurry. Hello, friend. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. My name is Evangelist Michael McCurry, the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated, and it's such an honor to have you as a part of the listening audience today. I made mention not long ago that there would be some exciting developments on the radio broadcast, and today I have the privilege of introducing you to one of those exciting developments. We have a special program today. I will be joined by Pastor Rich Haley Jr., It'll be an interview format. We'll be talking through the importance of gospel tracts. We'll also be discussing how to be used of God even at a young age. Throughout the majority of this week, we'll be discussing these things, and I do believe it will be a help to you. So please don't go anywhere. Make sure you listen in. We'll get to that interview in just a moment, but let me make mention of just a few things. Of course, for those of you unfamiliar with our ministry, Bible Tracks Incorporated prints and produce, distributes, ships all around the world, gospel tracts, free of charge. Just had the opportunity to spend a few moments at lunch today with a pastor in the Ohio area, and we talked about the importance of gospel tracts. And we live in a topsy-turvy, a tumultuous world, but thankfully, we have the truth of the gospel and the good Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on our side. And so let me encourage you, visit BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org to get your very own gospel tracts for free. Without further ado, we're going to get into this interview. I'll jump back on at the conclusion of today's broadcast just to give you a word. Thank you so much for listening. Here is this interview with Pastor Rich Haley Jr. Hey folks, this is Evangelist Mike McCurry. I am here with Pastor Rich Haley Jr. and I'm excited to have him on the program. And in just a moment, I want to ask you, Pastor, to give just a short synopsis. Take as long as you'd like but 100 to 250 words or so, a couple of minutes. Tell us about how you came to maybe know the Lord in short. Give us your testimony, because I think for our listeners and to my shame sometimes, I gloss right over possibly really the most important aspect of our Christian walk. And so to give people a little, a little introduction to who you are, Pastor, tell us a little bit about your salvation and what brought you to where you are right now. Amen. So I'm, uh, like I said, I'm Pastor Richard Haley uh, here in Wichita, Kansas, and I started out, my dad is a pastor in Hutchinson, Kansas, and so I grew up uh, in a pastor's home, and, you know, so that's kind of where uh, I began, of course, to know the Lord, to hear the Lord at a very early age. I know not everybody has that privilege, but I had the privilege to get to grow up in a Christian home, and so my dad, uh, being pastor for a lot of years, uh, of course, the, down, uh, the, the downside to growing up in a Christian home is that you sometimes uh, miss the things that are most important, which is salvation. And you just kind of get into the spirit of the church and what your dad does. 
and you don't really you know think about yourself personally. So it wasn't until uh, I was at uh, camp one year where the pastor was preaching and going over you know the uh, you know the gospel that I was sitting there listening. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I've accepted Christ as my savior because that's that's what the Bible tells us is the way to heaven. Of course, accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And I was like, well, I've surely done that. I'm a pastor's kid. I've grown up in church. I've done all I I do all these things. I was like, surely I've done that. And so I remember sitting there thinking and I was like, let me go back and let me remember when I did that. And I remember being there at camp and going, I I don't remember when I did Hmm. that. You know, I just kind of, you know, it's just kind of that first moment of self you know reflection you know you just all you just for the first time kind of look inside yourself you know you get so busy in a pastor's home kind of just doing everything that pastor's kids do and so then when i finally kind of reflected in myself and thought about that i was like i've never accepted christ so and i knew how to i knew the gospel i'd given the gospel uh you know i've heard it a million times and so i knew you know everything i needed to know i just needed to accept christ so i turned around and i knelt in my chair there and i accepted christ as my savior and I remember asking Jesus to come to my heart and saying, I've never done this before. So, Lord, I need to get this settled. You know, I need to take care Amen. of it. Except the Lord is my Savior. I didn't tell anybody because I knew I knew what to do. I just turned around in my chair and asked the Lord to come to my heart and save me. And so it wasn't until a lot later that I got baptized like you're supposed to because I just I just knew. I was like, okay, I got to get saved. And so I need to get saved. And then that was it. Just, just me and the Lord. And so, uh, but that was when I first came to know the Lord as my Savior, when I finally realized for myself. Hey, you need to know Christ. So, absolutely, I think there's a great application point that can be drawn out of that for a lot of our listeners. So many of them, and, and I get notifications all the time. I actually spoke to a gentleman yesterday that listens to us on a, a VCY up in Wisconsin area, and people WVGV brother raises station in West Virginia and WGB just all over the place. They listen to great Christian programming, but they've never accepted Christ for themselves. Like yeah. you, they know what the right answers are. And if you ask them about heaven, if you ask them about hell, if you ask them about what a Christian walk should look like, they could give you the verbatim, biblical, the right answers, but they've never, as you did, knelt beside a chair and asked Jesus to become their personal Lord and Savior. And so I would encourage those that are listening right now, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Now, I've mentioned this many times, and I'll say it one more time, that there is a way, there's multiple ways that you can get a hold of me directly. You can text me at 309 316-7240. I'll give you that number one more time. I said it kind of fast. 309-316-7240. And for those that are listening, please don't be shy or gun shy about contacting me. I've had hundreds of people as a result of the radio programs and podcasts that have reached out and said, hey, could you be an accountability buddy for soul winning? Could you tell me a little bit more about salvation? I've had people let me know they've gotten saved as a result of the program, and that's great. But here's the problem. For those that are listening right now, and Pastor, you know this, someone else's decision does nothing for you. You growing up in a pastor's home, that didn't help you. You had to make the decision for yourself. And so I appreciate the fact that you kind of drew that out and the fact that we all have to come before Christ and make the decision for ourselves. So as a young man, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you get baptized. And then what are the next few years like for you? Because not to let the cat out of the bag too quickly, but you got in the pasture very quickly. The Lord allowed you that opportunity. And I would say being in evangelism uh, as a somewhat young man, I guess, for about a year, there are not, unfortunately, again, there are not many men your age and mine that are in the pasture. And so talk about the journey to uh, God leading you that way. 
Well, I would say, you know, I, you know, again, it was a privilege to grow up in a pastor's home. Uh, and some, you know, unfortunately may not, you know, may not always see it that way. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed, you know, growing up in a preacher's home. Uh, my mom and dad, you know, also they, they, they made it fun. They made, you know, living in a preacher's home a, a great time. So I got to, I got to do a lot with my dad because that's what my dad kind of wanted me to do was, you know, he wanted me to work with him alongside him, not him be a pastor. And then, you know, I, that was the, and then I just kind of sat by the wayside kind of thing. Uh, so I really got to help my dad in a lot of ways do the things that a pastor does. So I got to experience pastoral work at a real early age too. And so, you know, what, what really helped me was, uh, you know, going into, you know, after graduating high school, I had a lot of real life experience because I helped my dad in a lot of areas of what pastoring is. Um, I, I went and made hospital visits with him. I helped him do some, some limited counseling. I helped him, you know, go soul winning. We were soul winning partners. We, you know, I helped him do the, the functionality of the church. Uh, growing up in a small church, uh, there was always not a lot of help. So as the oldest son in the house, too, I put up the brunt of the work of the church. And so I helped dad, you know, in anywhere that he need possible. He'd say, hey, son, I need you to fill in for this. I need you to fill in over here. I need you to teach a class over here. So I taught classes uh, at, a, at a young age, things like that. And, of course, too, there was that aspect of reading my Bible and spending time in prayer for myself, you know, I grew spiritually as well. That doesn't, you know, take away from the fact that I came to the Lord as my savior. So I, I, I loved the Lord too, and I wanted to serve God. And so I was looking for how I could be a service to the Lord. And so the, uh, so between God and my dad, uh, allow, you know, kind of putting me in these areas that allowed me a lot of experience. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. And so I got to do a lot. So by the time I did go to Bible college, uh, I had already had a lot of experience. I'd already done a lot of things. And then, of course, my focus, you know, the Lord allowed to kind of be honed to where I knew God wanted me in the ministry. I had had a taste of the ministry. I had seen it. I knew what it was about. I knew that was for me. I knew that's what God wanted. Now, where and how, what and why, I didn't have all that figured out. I just knew at a young age, I loved ministry work. I loved the Lord. And I wanted to be a part of that in a big way. God, had, you know, through messages, through my Bible reading, through my personal walk with God, it was, it was clear. That's what God wanted me to do. And so I had that benefit, you know, I, I, I just, I knew that, you know, and again, I didn't know where all that would lead, uh, but I just, that was kind of those next few years. It was me spending time in my Bible, my dad seeing as my father, my pastor, the spiritual growth and the desire to do that and get alongside and help him. And so he would plug me in any chance I would get. I mean, I preached uh, a couple times for my dad as a teenager in the church. I got to uh, you know, just do a lot of things that really helped me. So by the time I was ready to take the path or when somebody called me to be a pastor, I really had that a lot of that experience. And I think that's a big thing, you know, because when you look at years ago, even for our savior in the Bible, you know, at the time he was 12 years old, he said, I must be about my father's business. And I just kind of had this desire as a teenager that if, if the Lord as a teenager was about his father's business, doing something, getting busy, then why not I as a teenager? And so sometimes we kind of gloss over the teen years and think that's just kind of the time you can break and have fun and not really do anything. Uh, where my dad really helped me just to get busy and get focused. So by the time I became a young adult and somebody needed a pastor, I was ready and prepared. I didn't have to go back and make up for all the teen years that I wasted. And so that really helped me too, you know, having having a dad to to kind of guide me into that as well because 
I would have just probably blown my time if I <laughs> if I wasn't careful. And so dad really helped me and get busy and get a work ethic, get some character. Uh, and so I just served served the Lord in Hutchinson for years, filling in everywhere in a small church. And that was just, you know, it, that really gave me the life experience that I needed. Amen. It's amazing to hear how God can use continually, not just in the Bible, but that Paul and Timothy relationship, even though yours was by blood. But I think it's an inspiration to me as well, hearing how your dad kind of counseled you and worked with you and got you busy about the father's business before you even realized maybe what he was doing. The opportunity, though, the inspiration is for you and for me to replicate that. Because if we're not reproducing, we're going to die. The, the, the human race has survived for many thousands of years because God said, go forth, you know, be fruitful and multiply. But that's not just a physical thing. That's on the spiritual as well. I truly hope that this interview and this portion that you listened to was a blessing. We will continue in this interview format for the next few days. I do hope as you listened, you listened with open ears and a soft heart to what the Lord had for you. You see, we always have an opportunity to learn more about what God has for us and to be inspired and encouraged and even convicted as necessary. Friend, if we are not distributing the gospel of Jesus Christ, then the work of the Lord will fizzle out and die. Friend, we have to be a part of that. And so, if you would, as I mentioned previously, visit BibleTracksInc.org. Make sure you tune in and listen to the remainder of this interview over the next few days. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.